shot. to take a listen to this. Listen to this little musical ditty here. Okay, these guys are good. But you five have been Isn't that amazing? Solid ball the whole season. Hang time. So give it all you got. Give it all you got, guys. Go on three. One, two, three. Tornadoes go! Tornadoes go, Jeff. Do you remember that one? So hold on. I remember the, I remember the theme song. I don't remember the show. Yeah, I, the theme song is what sticks what sticks out for sure. Yeah, work it together. I don't remember anything about this show. I thought the coach was Mike Ditka. Nope, black guy. Black guy. I don't. Ditka. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, Jeff. I can't tell you. It's a show about a teen comedy about basketball. But uh, yeah, that theme song it rings true, Jeff. It's it's still the truth. It's still awesome. It's still, you still got work together. Well, what are the other lyrics? I can hardly hear it. Well, hold on a second, Jeff. I love this part. Part of the team, you're never alone. Hang time. Hang time. I'll always remember. Me and my friends and hang time. Oh man, that gets you amped. Yeah, and then this part. And I love the transition music into the first scene. Is that a bad part? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We gotta have a strong transition. Maybe some uh, stock photos in the city or basketball practice or hooping in the streets. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, if anybody remembers that one, I I remember like I just remember the any the theme song, and you know who else is in it, Jeff? 
Who? Anthony uh, Anderson. What? Yeah. Yeah. How old was he? You got a fat guy playing basketball, Jeff. It's a timeless gag. Every time it's money. It never fails. Well, Eric, you see that in college sometimes. They, they, can, they can body up in the paint. Yeah, who's the fattest guy that ever made it to the big leagues? Was it uh, Big Baby Davis? Well, I'm going to go with Zion right now. Zion is definitely... Davis is definitely up there. Yeah, no, Zion might be the thickest boy they got. He's a, he's a thick guy. He's he's, he's, he is so thick. But he, he's got good ups, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's why people, like, are obsessed with him. It's because, like, you, you see this big guy, you're like, okay, he's a shack. And then he just fucking windmills on your ass. Yeah. You're like, oh, never mind, he's got, like, 30-some inches of vertical on him. Let me get your, your audio's a little light here. There we go. Yeah. Big time! Oh, yeah, there we are. Now we're hot. All right, uh... What were we just talking about, though? Talking about hang time. No, before hang time. After hang time? Yeah, let's see here. Alright, do a mic check. Mic check. Alright, that should Working be... Working together! Yeah, that should be about good. Uh-oh. Man, we're having podcast difficulties. Hold on. Okay. You gotta find the old... Uh... Cord. Oh no, we were talking about the fattest guy to ever make it to the big leagues, brother. Oh yeah. My short term memory is shot. It's got to be Glenn uh, Big Baby. Yeah, Glenn Big Baby Davis. Because he didn't see Zion doesn't really count because his it's his a trick. Like like we just discussed, like this yeah, guy. It's deceiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that, typical fatty. That well, Shaq. I don't know. I, 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 you gotta, you gotta put Shaq up there. Shaq's in the conversation, absolutely. I mean, don't, don't let his height fool you. He is a big boy. Yeah, he was hefty, as uh, Kobe Bryant once mentioned. <laughs> Did he really? Oh yeah, they had a big. They had one of their their falling out was due a lot of you know Shaq being uh, lazy, as Kobe said, out of shape. I mean. I can believe it. Yeah. I mean, but he was Shaq. Yeah. Like, of course he was. He just dominated. Like, yeah. He doesn't need to be and, in shape. If, if you're Shaq's body type, <laughs> you don't have to be in the gym quite as much. No. As your Kobe Bryant. You don't have to compete quite as hard as your Michael yeah. Jordan. And that's back when they were playing inside out. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't fucking matter. You want no guard oriented play then. No, so you're gonna wait for his big ass to get down there. That's all you gotta do. You're not you don't expect him to run the break. You just gotta wait for his big ass to get down there so you can throw it to him. And you'll wait. Did uh now I wasn't watching a lot of hoops in Shaq's era. Did he get a uh... Offensive three seconds, three seconds in the paint a lot because he seems like he'd camp out down there with his hefty ass feet. I think he just got uh, kind of like a superstar treatment in a way, but I don't think it was a problem. No, okay. they're they're always he probably got a superstar slow count like uh, yeah the count outs in wrestling. Let me, th- let me just not count for no reason. Yeah, that's okay. A little freebie for you, Shaq. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and get this layup? 
I feel like now since we don't see that kind of play like ever, it's not even I miss a, it. it's not even an issue, right? Like, have you ever seen a def- like a, a three second call, a three second violation in five years or more? I mean, I watch the Bulls, so yeah, they get them. Yeah, I mean, teams get him from time to time. He just looks stupid doing it. Like, the center's always like, oh, fuck. Yep, that, that's on you. That's yeah. on you, big fella. Do you remember the play, uh, the Tyler Hero play from the uh, most recent playoffs where he did the, the, the lips? The snarl? I, I, I've seen stills of the pictures of the snarl <laughs> yeah. on the internet. Yeah. I didn't see the snarl live. <laughs> Well, I just, I, I think I texted it to Briggs, but it's just so annoying because, like, he did this little move, like, he's he's a classic 20-year-old, you know, he's just, like, throwing up garbage shots all night and every once in a while one goes in. Yeah. Like, with just an in- insane ego that he doesn't deserve to have. Yeah. So he's doing that, which I get it, he's young, but... He's, he's been throwing up trash shots all night and then he does this, like, little fancy, uh you know, little cross on whoever and uh, some wacky shot, you know, that happened to go in and he does this snarl. And I was thinking, like, can you imagine if Shaq was in that lane? No! <laughs> like, you would get straight clubbed. Like, that's when yeah. they would just hit you. And then you yeah. and then you wouldn't come back, or you would. Let's see, you know? I guarantee you. That's where you make your argument for old school ball versus new school ball. When people try to have a LeBron versus Jordan argument in Jordan's day, if you if you had the if you saw a little little Steve Kerr with a snarl, yeah, his ass would be getting thrown to the court. <laughs> now Tyler yeah. Hero can't even get a hand check. They get just gotta take that snarl. Yeah, and hit him on the offensive end. Yep. I just I just couldn't I'd imagine the clubbing. Oh, he, he he would lower that shoulder yeah. like a fullback. Who was that dude that played for the Lakers after him? That was a bozo, but he was big like him. Bynum? You remember uh, Bynum? Andrew Bynum, Lamar Odom. Yeah, Andrew Bynum. I saw him club... Uh, was he the one that clubbed uh, J.J. Barea? Do you remember this? <laughs> Somebody just straight killed that guy. It was It was the craziest thing. Well, JJ's so short, he's at el- elbow height. He's, he's literally down there, yeah. like, with swinging hammers. Yeah. But yeah, I just would have loved to see Shaq just just completely decimate him. And he, he would not come back to that lane one more time. The rest of that series. Like, he's canceled from the lane. I guarantee it. A snarl, Jeff. Come on. The snarl... The- if you don't know this snarl, look up Tyler Hero, Hero spelled with two R's, snarl. Yeah. You'll see a picture of this, and imagine that guy just hitting a three. It, it's a couple lucky shots on a heavily underdog team that knows that they're going to lose the finals. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, but anyway... It's hang time, Jeff. I just wanted to bring that to your attention. It's a great music. I thought it was a great intro. What what position did Anthony Anderson play on the team? I have no idea, but I saw him shooting a three. That's what made me think of it. I was like, yeah, fat guy playing basketball is always hilarious. 
It really is. There's the like, fat white guy's even funnier. They had one of those on, I think, Villanova a couple of years ago. I used to see him on Sports Center. I'm like, look at this dude with this thick thighs just backing people yeah. down. And he can dribble, too. I can't remember who it is, but it's a fat white guy. I'm the, like, damn, you're one of a kind, dude. The, I hope you make it to the big, big boys. That uh, Spice Adams, you know that guy? Who? Spice Adams, I think. Steven Adams? No, Spice. Like, uh, Spice, I don't know, like a Spice. Old Spice? Yeah, like Old Spice. I don't know that fool. Is he, is he, a, is he a baller? I don't know what he did. I think he probably played in the NFL or something, but he has a character. Or maybe that's the character's name. Maybe the character is Spike Adams. But he has like a, or Spice Adams, but he has like a character online of, of a fat guy playing basketball. I mean, it's been on, it's been on like the, the NBA shows and stuff. I think he's an ex-athlete in some, in some way, shape or form. Uh, just one of those guys who like, uh, puts on a fat suit and gets some makeup. No, he's fat, but he's probably just, he's not fat. He's just like football fat. Like he looks like he was probably a football player. Yeah. He's chunky. Yeah. But he's got good dribbles, and he looks hilarious playing basketball. Because, like I said, fat guy playing basketball, it never fails, Jeff. It doesn't. It's, it's great. It's free cheese. It's easy money. White so, people like white, uh, the novel white guy playing basketball, like your Alex Caruso. Yeah. No, that's nothing good. Get a, get a fatty on the lineup. You'll <laughs> yeah. yeah. see what entertainment really is. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so what, what happened in wrestling, Jeff? In wrestling, we, uh, this week we had a, we finished off the WWE draft and we had our season premiere of SmackDown. Yes. With all, with all the, uh, fireworks and Fox friends that come along with it and yeah. football meatheads. Would you, so did you watch the kickoff show after I told you about it? I have not. Well, it's not worth. I mean, I guess it's kind of worth it. I wish we had the audio. On Hulu. Mm Hmm. It just like they like lumped it in. Because I'm assuming it was half an hour, and with commercials, you know, it's only like 15 minutes. Yeah. Of material, so they just lumped it in because the SmackDown cut was an hour and 45 minutes. So you can probably throw it on right now. I can throw it on. I'm on uh, I'm on Fantasy Watch right now, Eric. Oh, who you got? If you didn't know, I'm in a I'm in a tight tight game with your wife. Yeah. C Night Dogs, the rookie rookie of the league. Yeah. And uh, all I need is 24 yards tonight. That's it. You just well, need, I need two. Well, I 50, but they got 25 of them. Okay. I need 24. I got Tyreek Hill for half a quarter more in the rain here in Buffalo, New York. And after that, I got a tight end. Uh, I'm doing fantasy talk. I'm sorry. I'll wrap it up. No, you I got can. a tight end it's playing okay. on the Cowboys in the night in the Monday night football. Okay. So I how, just need 24 yards. Meaning you're down like 2.4 points or something? Correct. Okay. And sh- all our players are played. Well, uh, for the fantasy minute, I'll I will say that I suffered the most embarrassing loss. Well, I haven't officially lost yet, but it <laughs> it, it will be the it will be the worst loss of my career. 
Uh, How's that heel turn working out for you, Sauce? It worked great. Two, I was like Roman Reigns out here. Two, <laughs> I was on a two-win streak directly after the heel turn, doing nothing but winning. And then, uh, you know, tonight I got a little... Uh, Jey Uso hit me with the chair, you know? Yep. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, I, I played against a guy out in the mountain division that didn't even play three players. Jesus and I, Christ. And I'm still going to lose. Because I made... It's falling <laughs> apart this, this year. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm i still going to lose to him, so who cares? He, he did an excellent job by him. Didn't waste his time and still won. <laughs> as a, as a, a, I was about to throw this stat up in the discussion a couple weeks ago uh, until we, we lost it, but at one point the Mountain Division was 4-0 against the Midwest Division. While sitting at least one of their players. <laughs> so we are playing the man down. Yeah. And beating the Midwestern Division's ass. <clears throat> so, yeah. But such is fantasy, you know. You, you, no one knows what the fuck is going on in football. But, yeah, let's let's get back to the, let's get back to the wrestling, Eric. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what, what was the first thing you said? Oh, the Fox. They did Fox more of their... They did more of their bullshit they did last year where they're like, they have the football guys talk about wrestling. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's the worst. I, <sighs> and it, what Eric was alluding to was a kickoff show. I hate how they call it a kickoff show, too. It's a yeah. pre-show. Yeah. That's what we call it in wrestling. There's no kickoff in wrestling. Yeah, nobody, like JR eloquently said, nobody fucking watches it. Yeah, pretty much. I, I used to watch a pay-per-view pre-shows but I can't that was stand pre-COVID them. and you might get a match and that was just like you know to give me hype yeah I've I, I really I don't care for them no there's a lot of wrestling already I don't really need the pre-show no it's filler and it's for uh, people it's 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 propaganda for the for the website like hey you thinking of uh, purchasing the network yeah well here's a little free bit and we're just gonna advertise you getting a free month, and all these cha- all these shows. Yeah, Sam all Roberts. This material, yeah. all this content. Yeah, they'll be plugging. Sam Roberts has a show coming apparently. And then did did you realize? Well, let's get through. The, so the, it's almost like they do this thing. They're like, take it out to the boys at the NFL halftime desk. And then they go to the studio show, and Terry Bradshaw's like, "I like, I like, give me an old, give me a big old country boy, give me, give me a guy like Braun Strowman," and he oh, just, God. he just sounds like a mentally disabled old man. And then yeah. everybody does their fake wrestling take. A couple that are specifically insulting, such as uh, Colin Cowherd. Who made a? Co- uh, I remember well, what did he say? What did he say? I don't know, but he made a career out of calling uh, wrestling fans booger eaters. In quotes, that was that's always what he called wrestling fans. And I, like, I listened to him before the Levitard show got on the on ESPN. I used to listen to Colin Cowherd. Like, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so give me a fucking break, dude. What a bunch of sellouts to the Fox Network. It's pathetic. Sucking Colin Colin Cowherd's cock. Are you kidding me? Fuck him. In the words of Keller Williams, Colin Cowherd, 
Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You cocksucking motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was it was infuriating. It's almost like they did it, it like the way they're doing it is bad. Like on this pre show it was Michael Cole and Booker T, which I love King Booker. Yeah. As we all know. Shucky ducky quack quack. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong there. <clears throat> but Cole, like, David Ortiz, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, that's a, that's a baseball player. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. The Big Poppy, right? Yeah, Big Poppy. Yeah. So he, like, does a... He cuts a promo on Booker T. Uh, oh, do they do taking you to school type of thing? No, like, he's in the studio, like, cutting... He has a, a, a championship belt for some reason. He's cutting a promo on Booker T. And, uh... It wasn't, like, horrible. Like, I'd, I'd rather have him do it than a lot of people. Uh... But still, it was stupid as fuck. And Michael Cole was, like, laughing. Like, but it didn't look like it was supposed to be a joke. Like, I was extremely confused. It was al- <laughs> It was almost like they were making fun of wrestling. You know what I mean? It was so fucking weird. I was like, what are they doing? And then Booker T like cuts a promo back and it's way better. I wish I had the audio for that. <clears throat> so it sounds familiar <clears throat> to the, uh, or similar to uh, Renee Young's since canceled show on FS1. I can't remember even what it was called. But uh, they had a segment called Promo School where they'd have a celebrity on, either an athlete who they were cross promoting via Fox or uh, just a musician or a celebrity and that the celebrity would cut a promo against either Christian Booker T uh, page uh, other wrestlers that would just come on to simply do it. Uh, Joe, he was one of them. Nice. Like they, they would cut a promo against yeah. them and then they would be graded. And then the wrestler would just give a promo right back and absolutely destroy him absolutely every single time. Yeah. It, it, may, it makes you realize how much your average person just absolutely sucks at giving a promo. Oh, yeah. But yep. it's, it sounds like they were doing a callback to that since they had Ortiz doing a promo and then Booker's clapping back. But it's weird how, like, Cole was laughing and, like, making fun of it, yeah, it was very, it was extremely odd. I, I don't understand it. I wish I, I'm trying to find it right now. But, uh, was that Backstage? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's the name of the show. WWE Backstage. Huh. It was a good show. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad it got canceled, but what are you going to do when a pandemic hits? Yeah. Well, I can't find the audio, but anyway, it was weird. The whole thing felt like... Uh, it was just a disgrace to the uh, to the pro wrestling. It was what it was. It was a sol- It was a complete sellout disgrace. And I don't. I don't suggest he, you. He felt filthy and dirty afterwards, like he needed a shower. <clears throat> well, it's like it's annoying because it's like people like a lot of people don't get professional wrestling, and that's fine. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Like it, you don't you don't get it, and just fucking leave it alone. Like get out of our shit like you're selling out to fox and trying to make us believe that these people like wrestling and you're basically just making a mockery out of it at least no one mentioned hogan <laughs> or savage <laughs> or anything like that like god yeah. like 
show how dated they are and when the last time they actually watched a wrestling event was. Yeah. So yeah. And, and there's no Troy Aikman. Nope. Why? What All happened? That, yeah, it was, it was a god-awful cross-promotion. Yeah. Yeah, so we had that on, on Friday. Uh, but yeah, tell me about the draft on Monday. Go ahead and, go ahead and run through the draft uh, from Raw. I'll just go with, uh, so apparently they, they tried uh, stitching up the holes that we were uh, popping in their whole program last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently there were certain pools that you could draft from <laughs> la- on last week's SmackDown and, cer- and a certain pool that you could only draft from on Raw. So yeah. that's why we were seeing on SmackDown, uh, you know, Dana Brooke get drafted while Randy Orton... Bailey, all these people are still not drafted. Yeah. So with that in mind, we, that, we take you to Raw, which had 30 picks. Do I have to go through all 30? No, they gave you 30? Yeah, and then they had more on Raw Talk. Uh, don't go, just read them straight through as fast as you can. All right, first round, Raw <laughs> takes Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Charlotte Flair. Uh, SmackDown gets the women's champion Bailey and uh, Raw tag team champion Street Profits. Uh, second round, Bra- uh, Raw takes Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy. SmackDown takes Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens. Third round, Raw takes Retribution. You know, Mace, Slapjack, the whole squad working yeah. together. Hang time. Yeah. Uh, Keith Lee, Alexa Bliss. SmackDown takes Lars Sullivan, Baron Corbin. Fourth round, Raw takes Elias, Lacey Evans, Sheamus. SmackDown takes the Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn, and the tag team of Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Fifth round, Raw takes Nikki Cross, R-Truth, and Dabakato, that cat from the uh, Raw Underground. The big dog. Yeah. The dreadlocks. Not the guy standing in security, but the guy that we saw getting in beefy fights. Yep, yep. Uh, SmackDown took the tag team of Ziggler and Rude and Apollo Crews. And in the last round, Raw takes Titus O'Neil, Peyton Royce, and Akira Tozawa. And SmackDown takes Carmella and Aleister Black. And okay. that, that's a basic run-through. I, I Now, this can get confusing to a lot of people, so I wrote out a whole list here, Eric, of who's on what show. I don't know if you can read this at all. <laughs> Get out of here. This, oh, I, thought, I thought you had a broken finger or something. I was huh? like, I thought you had a broken finger or something. <laughs> when that when that cat's foot came on there. I was like, what has he got <laughs> on his finger? So on Raw, this is like your top card people. You got top of the line. D-Mac, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, Keith Lee. That's your, that's your big boys. Over on SmackDown, your top of the card is Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, KO, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Sami Zayn. Big E. Yeah. I think SmackDown's I think SmackDown's got the better show. What what about the ladies? On the ladies, Raw's got Asuka, Charlotte Flair, who's uh still on vacation, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross. Peyton Royce, and Lana. SmackDown, on the other hand, we got 
Bailey, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Carmella, and Natty Ice. <laughs> Natty's been holding down the SmackDown forever, it seems like. She'll hold down whatever, man. She's getting screwed left and right. Yeah. But, so... What are those? I mean, it's kind of oh. even on the women's, but I think SmackDown takes the men's just at the top of the card. Uh, what this has shown me is that we have a severe lack of tag teams. If you go down <laughs> to the bottom of the page here, Eric, I can show you. On Raw, these are your staples. The Hurt Business, Retribution, The New Day, and Miz and Morrison. And then women's staples, you got Jackson Baszler and Rose and Dana Brooke. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, and that's, that's on the Raw side. That's on the raw side. Over so on the hold on, side. hold huh? on. Yeah, stay there. So really, we got there's two tag teams there, Jeff. There's two. There's there's two male tag teams <laughs> and two female tag teams. Excellent. So that's a hell of a division. Yeah, and then you just got uh, other stables. Okay, show me SmackDown. SmackDown, your stables look even worse over here. We got Street Profits as champions, uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke, and Ziggler and Rude. And then on the women's side, we have the Riot Squad. So there's only two women's tag teams, or three? There's three total current women's tag teams. And uh, how many total men? Five? Five. If you don't count the Hurt Business or Retribution. And can we talk about why the Retribution gets drafted? Yeah, seriously, they've been running terrorism on WWE for... If we're living that kayfabe lifestyle, they've been domestic terrorists upon WWE specifically for the last couple of months. So you know what? We're not only going to give them matches, but we're going to sign them to Raw. I like the cut of their jib. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And does that include uh, the the 15 extras? Are Um, they all signed, all the extras that... What yeah. these cool black hoodies like I'm wearing right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know. So are uh, we, are, I, I was smoking outside at work the other night, sitting in like a an alley alcove type thing. I had my bandana on and my hood up and my hoodie zipped up. I about took a picture and posted hashtag yeah, redemption. Retro, yeah, hashtag redemption. <laughs> the Chinese <laughs> finger trap. <laughs> Damn hell in the cells this week. Yes. Uh, you gotta have it before Halloween. That's true. I'm on WWE.com. I'm uh, I'm looking to see if we forgot any tag teams. Uh, actually, the WWE forgot a couple, or at least one tag team. Maybe two. One and a half tag teams. According to WrestlingInc.com, we have a certain number of wrestlers superstars that went undrafted that are quote-unquote free agents meaning they can sign with either show okay would you like to hear that list yeah because there's going to be some people you're like why the fuck are they not drafted <clears throat> i'll go from the bottom up tamina billy k mickey james Zelina vega on the women's side on the men's side, Eric with a K, which I assume is yeah. Viking leaders, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, why the hell? Ibar wasn't drafted. Yeah. Uh, then Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metalik, that, that's your Lucha House Party. 
and uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, they basically said uh, thanks but no thanks to uh, the the um, people that held down the entire pandemic. And, and, <laughs> For real. And Zelina Vega. And... Zelina Vega, Andrade Cien Almas, at least one half of the Viking Raiders, and the Lucha House Party. A big yeah. old fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, you got to expect, at the very least, Viking Raiders, Selena Vega, and Almas are going to, like, take a vacay and then hit the streets again. Get, get back in the biz on one show or another. Yeah, and so they only mentioned, like, those are the only free agents, according to them? According to WrestlingInc.com. Now, there were uh, more picks on uh, Talking Smack and Raw Talk post-shows. Okay, as I say, there's a ton of people that they forgot. Yeah, so uh, other people include uh, Umberto Carrillo, Tucker, who got split from Otis. Heavy Machinery's no more. Yeah. You tell me why. Yeah. You think Otis is your top dog? Okay. Yeah, you think Tucker and uh, Tucker's gonna do better without like even Otis? I mean, he's good, but he's not gonna do better. I think that's a big old fuck you to Tucker. He might be he might be packing his bags. I don't know. He's still on the roster. I mean, I hope not. I Tucker's a he looks like a nice guy unless he's a cheesehead. <laughs> then fuck him. Then, and yeah, in that case, fuck him. Uh, other people. Lars Sullivan, Kalisto, Chad Gable, Buddy Murphy, those guys went to SmackDown. Uh, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruiz. Who the hell is Arturo Ruiz? Uh, I don't know, but I've we've seen him. I don't know where, and I don't I don't know, but I recognize it. Okay. But yeah, uh, I don't hear Ibar's name. Oh, there's all kinds of people they forgot, dude. They're doing a classic wrestling trickery. Well, I mean, there there is one woman that you, you damn I know damn well that they forgot. <laughs> yeah, Becky Lynch. Yeah, Mama Lynch. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Maybe they just don't know. Oh my God, Michael Cole looks like a fucking serial killer in, <laughs> in his uh, in his WWE dot com profile picture. Are you kidding me? Is he smiling or is he cold face? I don't know what he's doing. It's not a smile. It's just, it just, he's going to rape your wife. Can you see him? I, I can't, not through the equipment, no. Hold on. Okay. Uh, to, to the right. A little more. Back up. That's Michael Cole? Yeah. That's not, that is not Michael Cole. He looks I'm fucking... I'm looking at Michael Cole right now. He looks insane. That guy has hair, first off. <laughs> yeah, well, hair. Well, they fucking... You know they spruce up the 8x10s, Jeff. <laughs> you put me on the right picture? That, that did not look like Michael Cole. Yeah, it's... Well, he had his dumbass soul patch, didn't he? Oh, uh, that, yep. Yeah. yeah, that was him. He's the, there's only two people left in the fucking world with a soul patch. And it's Michael Cole and this guy named Dominic I work with. There's two left. 
I think you can find a couple more out here. You see a couple souls walking around? Well, I don't know now because everyone's in mass, but I've seen them before, for sure. It'd be a great time to hide your patch. Oh, yeah. Keep your patch under wraps. So, Eric, um, what do you get first off? Do you have Halloween plans? Are you doing anything for Hallow's Eve? Uh, oops, there you went. Um, Halloween, we're going to be in, uh, uh, Florida. Florida? Yeah, we're going to be in Florida for Halloween. Oh, Lord! <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're driving to Florida, um, not this Thursday, but the next. Let's go, where, what, what part of Florida? Uh, Oskaloosa County. Um, <laughs> I think it's something stupid like that. It, it, that is like the county name. I looked it up. It's something funny. But no, uh, the Destin area. We got a uh, private house with a little private beach. Oh, man. You going down there with the family? Like yeah. extended family? Yeah. Just nice. uh, just everybody from this area and then uh, Dusty and his family. Oh, man. So we got the big house. It's, yeah. It says right on the beach. It's it's yeah oh yeah it's right on the beach boy. Boy. So we've I don't know what the deal is with I mean Buddy has a costume like we'll we'll get him dressed up for pictures and stuff but I'm not sure we're actually doing anything. Right. Because of the situation, <laughs> and I don't know what it would be like even without the situation as far as a vacation. I guess you could walk any neighborhood and get treats. Uh. <laughs> I personally don't trust Florida. No. That's, I'm, I'm talking about, like, in a normal situation. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure, Eric. <laughs> I, I think we'll get more more headlines about what to do for trick-or-treating this year. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when it comes time. Oh, yeah. But I, I need to... I don't know if I've shown you this or not, but I asked about your Halloween costume because... Or your Halloween plans, because I got a Halloween costume for Christmas here. And I didn't think I was going to wear it. I'd have to find it first. I can't find it right now. What What is it's it? terrible hot, radio. Is it a hot dog? Oh, I wish. That would be perfect. <laughs> it is wrestling based. Really? Uh... Yeah. Is it like a kid's costume that you can fit into? It's a onesie. It's John... No, it's not John Cena. Although being John Cena would be kind of fun. John Cena... It'd be easy. That'd probably be the easiest costume if you wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah, you just jean shorts. uh, One of his bright, loud-ass wrestling t-shirts and some fucking... Headbands and his little armbands and everything. Fucking never give up or what? What's his? What's his towel say? Uh, you can't see me. Never give up. All yeah. that jazz. Yeah, never give up. Let's go to work, baby. I wish he had one that literally just said all that jazz. <laughs> That'd be nice. But yeah, I can't find the costume right now. Anyway, it's a. I haven't. 
even unwrapped it from the plastic it came in. It looks like it came straight from the Halloween store. Uh, but it's it looks to be a Macho Man Randy Savage onesie with a title belt along the way stitched in. <laughs> nice. Hell so yeah. I'm, I'm going to be wearing that, and I'm starting to grow the facial hair out. Not 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 huge on Savage. Don't even know much about him. Yeah. But uh, I got to do a little research so I can get the costume spot on. Does he? Does your costume have like the like the frills coming down from the arm? No, it's it's uh looks more like a muscle man. I don't even know if it's supposed to be Savage or just a general wrestler created by uh, a Colin Cowherd type who thinks like this is for a booger eater. <laughs> you know, because it's just like green tights. Muscles, biceps, and then a typical like gold belt. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it's probably just the generic wrestler, which would be which is even better, I guess, for a costume. Yeah, because you could like draw the tattoos on it or whatever if you could pick somebody that has the tats. But oh, yeah. Ma- Macho Man's a pretty good pick though, because it's just got the the trunks like the classic wrestler trunks. Oh, he does wear a, a, a what's that called? A unitard? No, like the the costume you have. Like, yeah, what is he wearing? In mine, he's just wearing the classic uh, tights, like yeah. the thong—not the thong style, but the, up, oh. up to your thighs. Yeah, like the whitey tidy ones. Yeah, pulling the tights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's probably just a generic. But who? Who? I mean, you could do. Yeah, you could definitely do Macho Man. Well, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, they really, they really are. For two years in a row, if I can get it off work. Have you requ- you got a request it or how's that work? Is there some I got stupid ass book? The request got ignored, even though I got four days off before it. Why did it get ignored? I got Tuesday through Friday off, and then I'm working that day. Why I requested that day off? Why did it get ignored? I don't know, people. Because King Supers is a fuck fuck joint yeah <laughs> it's a fuck joint but uh i'm i think i'm i can uh just switch shifts with a co-worker nice he's he's a nice old man and i'm sure he's not doing anything better on halloween yeah what do you have a plan to do something <clears throat> uh so jason uh and andrea they, they live in a, a house converted into apartment so it has like four uh, four apartments in it and they have a backyard courtyard that's like really nice and with a nice grill and big old table and shit nice and they're, they're gonna have an exclusive get together where each person can invite one plus one yeah yeah so Jay invited me to that and as long as COVID uh, doesn't fucking get out of control between now and then then I'm all for it Hell yeah, that would be awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was worried you were just going to be p- opening the door and passing out candy in your fucking skivvies. Oh no! And I was like, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> we gotta rethink this thing. On that note, Eric, have you found a Halloween candy that you're snacking <laughs> on? I'm a candy monster all year round. You know that. Uh, do, you, do you keep, like, sashes, like, uh, the Halloween bags, though? Oh, yeah. No, I I 
Typically, if I ever have a stash, it's uh, peanut butter M&M's. Okay. You know about those. Yeah. They're amazing. They're pretty fucking good. They're top of they're top tier. In my they're on the Mount Rushmore, I think. Are they? I don't know. I think so. As far as gas station candy, I think they're right there. Uh, what what would you you don't have them on there? Not personally. Um, I mean, I think a general a general bar that everyone can agree with would be a Snickers. Oh, like that for would be sure. Mount Rushmore for sure. Definitely, the, the Snickers is absolutely there. Like, I didn't like peanuts in my candy as a kid, and I still enjoy the Snickers. They're oh. fucking delicious. Wonderful. And then the uh, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are, so that's half of your Mount Rushmore right there. Two of them are pretty much, you can't even, they're unfuckwittable. Yeah. I think. I'm not sure you can even argue those two. And then I'd probably close out the list with uh, Peanut Butter M&M's. And uh, what else? Man, that last spot. The Kit Kat. I like the Kit Kat. Nice spot. That's that's a raw sponsor, Eric. I was going to ask you if that's been rubbing off on you. Because it has been rubbing off on me. All of a sudden I find myself craving a Kit Kat over the last couple (laughs) weeks. They're really good. Monday Night Raw. They're really, really fucking good. I think I'll go Kit Kat and peanut butter M&M. My extra two. I'm going to go a little more diverse, Eric. Welcome the Sour Patch Kids into the fray. Okay. Uh, yeah. Them okay. Up there. I didn't know if we were going outside of chocolate, but I don't think my list would change because I'm not a fruit guy. So I guess, I guess we will have to allow it. And what else? Yeah, well, I'm not a huge fruit guy either, but sour crack is the one exception. Yeah, that's good. So I go sour crack, and then uh, I go uh, the butterfinger. Oh, no, yeah. No, I rescind. I rescind. Because well, I just remember that gets all over your teeth. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's delicious, but can also it's be tough. very off-putting. Yeah, it's um, tough. Dark horse, har- dark horse, or light horse. Hershey's cookies and cream. Ooh, that's a good one. I kept thinking that's, that's my light horse for the I, rush war. I know. I kept thinking obscure ones too, like the Nutrageous. I'm a huge fan of. Oh man, I've been getting the Nutrageous for years. But it's like if you're gonna declare a Mount Rushmore, like if these are gonna be the only four I can ever eat again, I think I gotta put the Kit Kat on there. Well, Eric, let, <laughs> let me introduce you to the rookie of the. We got on this candy discussion for one reason. I want to introduce you to the Rookie of the Year candy over here. Okay. I found this at the Supers the other night. And I was like, huh, well, this is on sale and looks delicious. Take a look at this and introduce it to the audience for me. The Oreo Chocolate Candy Bar. That's right, Eric. So that's, okay, so that's an actual candy bar filled with mallow and chocolate, looks like. It tastes like deliciousness is what it is. They're really good? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're rich. No, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's, a, it's a rich bite. Yeah. To me, it tastes like the milk chocolate type of shell that you'll get on like a, on like an Easter bunny. 
And on the inside, it kind of tastes like a Hershey's cookies and cream. Hmm. But if you spot these on sale at your local grocer, I'd pick them up. That's a rookie of the year candy <laughs> candidate. Oh man! I, do you remember when I texted you about the uh, when they were putting Reese's pieces inside <laughs> of the peanut butter cup? Do you remember when I texted you about this? <laughs> yeah, uh, you knew it was only a matter of time before that happened. <laughs> yeah. And it was reached its pinnacle fatness. It was so good, dude. <laughs> and uh, also, as we talk about peanut butter M and M's and Reese's Pieces, uh, I realized I was eating some Reese's Pieces, and I'm thinking, why does this? This doesn't just taste like a peanut butter M and M. You know what I mean? Like this is a totally different thing. It is. Are you familiar with the pieces? Yeah. Okay. More more so than peanut butter M and M's. Peanut okay. butter M and M's used to be a rarity. Yeah. All of a sudden, they exploded. Yeah. The, well, you know the market the market uh, determines its worth, Jeff, and they're delicious. <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, I'm eating the Reese's pieces, and I'm thinking, okay, so this should just taste like a peanut butter M M&M, and M, but it doesn't. And why? So I look it up, Jeff, and it's not a peanut butter M M&M. and M. It's actually a peanut-flavored fudge in the middle. And the Reese's Pieces? Yeah. That's what a gives peanut it... peanut-flavored fudge? Yeah, that's why it gets. It has a totally different taste and texture. Oh, my. Because it's not really peanut butter. It's fudge in there. Oh, my. So take that little nugget home with you next time you buy a box of pieces. You know what? I'm going out on a limb, Eric. This is the Boom DDT Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are unofficially sponsored by Reese's mm. because even though they haven't given us shit, <laughs> they, they've given us happiness yeah. in many of ways. Oh yeah. And we just like to plug Reese's and all its fine goodness and milk. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it's definitely worth a sponsorship. That'd be it. What if we did get sponsored by Reese's? That'd be a hell of a bag. They, they, they got pretty good uh, commercials. I, You'd probably retire. I wouldn't mind being affiliated with them. I see their commercials. I'm like, hey, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I, don't think, uh, I don't think even Joe Rogan's got Reese's. That'd be the steal of the century. Oh, my God. We'd be, we, we need to reach out to Reese's marketing. We'd be able to retire. Are you kidding me? I used to have a teddy bear that had a Reese's. It's called Reese's bear. It had a tank top that said Reese's on it. I oh, I remember, remember yeah, that. I do remember that. I do, yeah, I remember that. I'm trying yeah, to think, Reese's. I'm right trying to think of a, like, a scam where we hire some nerd to, like, juice our numbers, <laughs> you know, so, like, the marketing, the ad, you know, the companies think that we're getting, like, you know, 3.5 million listeners as soon as it drops, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and then with a hop. With a hot button item. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the Reese's contract and just retire. The big... Oh, man. The one, off? Yeah, the one big dirty, <laughs> man. That'd be quite the coup. It really would be. But We, we got in this game, the Boom DDT podcast, on our third season with only the hopes to get sponsored by Reese's and then we bail. Yeah. That would be sweet. <laughs> Well, uh, what else happened? We only got ten more minutes, Jeff. What happened in wrestling? I think spent all that time talking about candy. Yeah, 
But Roman Reigns um, and Jey Uso had a nice moment. That's probably the thing of the week, for sure. This started with a universal championship between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. The aforementioned kickoff show where everyone had their bets whether they're going Braun or Roman when it's the Universal Championship on SmackDown and Braun is signed on Raw. If you, if you dumbasses would do one bit of research, you know that Braun wouldn't take that title. I guess they could just swap it like they did the tag titles. Well, there's no one to swap with. D-Max on Raw, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, anyway, but, yeah, uh, Roman won this via submission or TKO, one of the two. He made Braun tap, I think. Or they claimed he did. I didn't yeah. see a tap. Yeah, that, that was the story. Okay, so then uh, Jey Uso enters. He's just standing up up on the uh, ramp watching. And Roman starts uh, Roman starts with Act 2 of our theater program, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, we got an intermission. We're back. We we got your intermission for your popcorn, your raisin nuts, and we're back for Act Two. Roman starts off with Zarya here. He gets a steel chair, and he's just like Braun's still laying on the ground. He's looking at Jay. He's like, "You want to see this? You want to see this?" He starts hitting Braun with his chair over and over again on the back. He's like, "This is for our family. This is how our family eats." Jay's slowly walking down to the ring. He's just like, I'm making an example of this. This is for our family. It is absolutely marvelous. Yeah, it was. It was great. Then, um, Jay Uso slowly gets into the ring, and Roman's done making an example. Now he's going to up the game. He's, he's taunting Jay Uso. He throws the chair down at Jay's feet turns around and opens up his arms says you can have the first shot you can have the first shot he 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 wants jay to hit him with the steel chair jay's thinking about it he's picking up the chair he's looking at it but then he throws the chair down gives roman a nice clock to the face throws him off the ropes hits him with the classic uso super kick yeah yeah it's 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 pageantry yeah it was good then he's he's he gets him with the chair, starts hitting him with the chair. Security comes out. They're holding Jay back. Roman gets right back up like nothing happened. Cause he's a tribal chief, Eric. If you didn't know. Yeah, it's how they put food on the table. Much like it's how they put food on the. This is how our family eats. Yeah, much much like how Brock Lesnar used to milk the cows. <laughs> Brock Lesnar milked cows. Roman Reigns just hits people with chairs. Yeah. And uh, the night ends with Roman getting a shot off, on, a Superman punch off on Jey Uso as Jey Uso is being held back by security. So yeah. Roman's standing tall at the end of the night, but not really. It's it's kind of even-footed, and yeah. you, you're feeling for Jey. Oh, yeah. Act you, you, three will yeah. we'll continue this next week, and I am excited. Yeah, you're absolutely feeling for Jey. And Jey, by the way, had an amazing, that chair shot was a good one. That yeah. first, that first chair shot was like an old school chair shot. I mean, it had everything. Uh, is, is chair shot on Roman? Yeah, the oh, first, yeah. the first one. It, it was an it, old school. It, it was. He wound up. You could feel the passion. Yeah. And how he just hammered it home with it. Yeah, like he he Beautiful. went. 
absolutely no let up. Like they must have decided before the before it. You know, like we're going all the way because I mean it was a full swing. It, it was how you would hit somebody if you wanted to really keep them down. Yeah. If you feared for your life, like he hit him with a chair shot straight up, a good one. If you wanted to kill a spider yeah, with a chair, exactly. This is the type of windup you yeah. would you would give, or a bat, or a snake. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Just like Eric killed a snake with a shovel. Yep, I that one wasn't Peta friendly, <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Just keep a snake in your garage. <laughs> So, yeah, when you hit something like that, you give it all you got, and that's what we got. And it was, it was, a, it's, for it, for me, uh, this is all I got. I love the, I love the Roman Reigns Jey Uso story. Like, it's all. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's really, it's all I got in wrestling right now. I mean, there's other stuff that's okay. A lot of this is my fault. Like, I'm busy and, you know, like. I'll overlook stuff that's probably pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it's all their fault. But for me, I want to see the Roman Reigns Jey Uso spot on SmackDown. Like, that's what yeah. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's hard, Eric, to, you know, keep concentrated on wrestling this time of year. You got, you got football, you got a pandemic. You're, you're, you got a gun held to your head being tell, told to vote every five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, I got it, okay? Yeah, I, I, I got the ballot. I, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll remember. I always wonder, like, I guess, there are any people influenced by these campaigns to vote? Like, no, I, don't I mean, mean, it's probably just more of a reminder, like... I guess. I just feel like people who vote, vote, and people who don't, don't. I don't know. I don't see a lot of fence sitters, but maybe there are. Maybe there are people who are like, you know what? I should vote. Thank you, Marv Alberts, or whoever fuck told you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing I can see about voting would be like people who don't vote early and then have to work on voting day. Or just try to go on voting day. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Lo- length of the line. Have a plan. Yeah, have a voting plan. I guess that that, that makes sense as a reminder. Okay. Because I did need a reminder, Jeff. You know, I'm just as stupid as I'm just stupid enough to have a podcast. <laughs> so, so that right there. Because I forgot that I was going to be out of town during the actual day. Oh, really? Yeah. That'll be when you're in Florida. Florida! Yeah, but luckily I had already put in for a uh, vote, like an absentee ballot, so it all all worked out. It all evened itself out. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, anyways, it's hard keeping up with wrestling during these trying times, Eric. Uh, But another thing I wanted to mention... That is probably newsworthy only, not really, but there's a Sasha Bailey Hell in a Cell contract signing where Sasha signed it and then uh, tried to intimidate Bailey and Bailey uh, uh, shoves the contract away unsigned. I don't know if she's scared, getting cold feet or what. I mean, (laughs) we're going to assume she signs it, right? Like, uh, this is just to keep, this is just a tease. 
I guess. But I'll give him props for starting to finally play with the contracts a little bit. I mean, Roman Roman Reigns did this. Yeah. It's something different because we've seen the contract signing a million times. Yeah, uh, the contract signing doesn't do much for me anymore. So I don't know, but uh, no, I don't. I didn't remember that. So that is good. To, that's good information. So Bailey dodged the contract, not Sasha. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. She's been a real weasel. So I, I kind of hope she doesn't. I hope it doesn't happen. Like let it cook. Like not not like they need to do some kind of separation. I don't know. I I think it'd be better if it culminated at. At uh, WrestleMania. How does this seemed? How does this feud seem rushed to me? I don't know. They've messed it up so many times that you don't know how to feel. Is this? Yes, yeah, just because I've been call. I've been guessing that it's gonna be happening for two years now, and now that it actually does happen, we're already at a Hell in a Cell match of the feud. <laughs> yeah well it's just it's every it's the it's i don't know how to explain it it's the fact that we it it was supposed to happen then it didn't happen and then it started happening and then they let off the gas again then it started happening again and now that it's actually happening you know one day you'll be like okay i'm over it god who cares sasha yeah. bailey fuck off and, yeah. then, and then the next day you'll be like it's it's going too fast. This thing needs to blow off at WrestleMania. Like, what are you doing? So they've just confused the fuck out of it. But I mean, because this this can't be the culmination already. No, no, I've been I, doing this for two years. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it can be. Uh, but I don't know what you would do. I wouldn't mind if there was some kind of snakery and some kind of schmozzery. Like, we don't need this match. Like if you can find a way to make the story better by having Bailey do some chicken shit bullshit, why not? <laughs> you know? Like yeah. like we uh, talked about a hell in a cell. Okay with that. We yeah. already have two Hell in a Cell matches. Exactly. And like we talked about, you know, they're not gonna do what they used to do. Like a hell in a cell is just a bunch of throwing each other off the cage like not off the cage, but into the cage. Yeah, into the fencing. Yeah, and just it's, Maybe a scrape. Yeah, it's not close, gonna... ca- close cut on the camera with your face up against those bars. I mean, you never know. Hopefully I eat my words and something sweet does happen, but... Yeah, that, that's that's a bare minimum bar. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, that, I'm cool with that. We'll see. Two other things, Eric. We had a, a New Day uh, farewell match on SmackDown. Yeah. We had a, a, fair, a kind of an emotional farewell promo and then they had a match against a combination of two tag teams the bar and <laughs> cesaro and shinsuke yeah so that means it was sheamus cesaro and shinsuke i i found that kind of weird that like cesaro was the middleman like he'd been in tag teams with each of those two guys yeah yeah he bridged the gap and still, this is the best tag team competition that we have to face the New Day with at this time. Yeah, like you couldn't... Like, you, if you were really going to do it, you want to do the Usos, but obviously you can't do that right now. Yeah. And then, like we talked about earlier, the tag division was completely destroyed in the draft. 
Yeah. It was hanging on by a thread before. Yeah. Now it's gone. <laughs> it might as well be gone. Yeah. At least for the rest of 2020, it'll it'll be back. Yeah. I think they'll dra- they'll bring up some young. I hope they bring up some young guns. Speaking of young guns, Jeff, check this out. see that who won it looked like natty was gonna win i think the final two was natty versus lacy lacy got thrown out but then we found out that lana was lurking in the shadows and lana throws what i what i remember to be natty out so lana is your winner and will face oscar why why are they doing this i don't know you tell me like that's I have all the all the list of people that were in it right here, and she's literally the worst person you could have picked. <laughs> well, you, how long's the list? Uh, fourteen or so people, fifteen maybe. Just list them off real quick. <clears throat> Jax, Baszler, Tamina, Lana, Ruby Riot, Billy O'Kay, Liv Morgan, Natty, uh. Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Peyton Royce, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross. Wow. <laughs> and they go Lana. Lana is the worst. She really is. I mean, I, like, unless she spent this whole time she's been gone at the at the PC, brother. She might have hitting arm drags. Dressed. I've seen I've seen her in the ring. She's no better. She's been wrestling with Natty until they broke up. I don't know if you've been seeing that on the Hulu cuts, but no. she's been in a stable with Natty in the last uh, month or so. How are they going to do that to, Nat- to Natalia? That's what I was wondering, but Natalia had... Uh, either this Monday or last Monday, Natalia had enough after another loss on Lana's behalf, and she got frustrated. She's like, I'm done with this, and she just walked out. And then she got drafted to a separate show. Man. So Natty Ice is free, thankfully. I wish they would. I wish she would just go by Natalia Neidhart and just be a badass. She needs to bring back jeans jackets. I, I agree. If someone can rock a jean jacket, it's her. Or Becky. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, that should probably about do it for us. 
I th- yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm just waiting on Orton D-Mac. They can't really do anything more at this point. Let's just get to the hell himself. Yeah, just do it, man. I think everybody's burnt out on that one. Everybody's cooked. It's a great, it's a great feud, but and Orton's doing great, but yeah, it's just gone a little too far. Yeah, we need. I can see that being a hell in the cell, though. So that one kind of makes sense. Even though. Oh it is, yeah. Also on Raw, we had a uh, uh, Alexa Bliss and uh, Bray Wyatt giving a double sister Abigail. And they both to, got uh, Andrade Almas and Selena Vega. A couple of undra- undrafted free agents. Yeah, for real. And they both got drafted to Raw. Uh, uh, Bray and Alexa did. Yeah, yeah. as you mentioned, Almas and Vega are both "quote unquote" free agents. <laughs> yeah. But that was that's more of a statement. They came to Raw and they made a statement, Eric. That's yeah. WWE 101. Yeah, you got to make a statement. Yeah, um, that that's about all I got, Eric. Do you think we? Uh, do you have time to sneak in a? movie baby oh for the next one yeah so I was talking to Burton we might be able to sneak in a Halloween flick but if so we gotta do it by uh, next week's podcast so oh, can we yeah. do a white tease yeah for sure What did you pick one out already I uh, just threw a few ideas out there I'll hit them up on the chat but yeah let's do a white tease for the return of the dollar bin season 3 hell yeah boom DDT dollar bin with the Magic Milkman Bork, resident film expert for the Boom DDT podcast, will be coming to you next week with our Halloween special. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, I I don't know if there's any. There actually is wrestler movies that are horrors, but they're probably terrible. Yeah. So, so I don't know if we'll go that direction or not. I'd rather watch a good movie. So we'll see. We'll see what we come up with. Um, but yeah, plan on that for next week. Works for me. Cool, dude. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, well, uh, we're going to go out the only way we know how, Jeff. So, night-night. Uh, night-night. But now I don't understand. Calling in the, now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. 